The following is a CSPN Media podcast presentation. Hello, and welcome to Cast a Strong Style. I'm your host, Don DeLorente, and I'm joined by my co-host, Anwar Starwin. What's going on, Anwar? What's up, Don? What's up, people? Uh, I'm good, man. I'm good. Just back to talk about days 8 through 11 of Best of the Super Junior Tournament. We're coming down to the end. Yeah, it is. It's been a hell of a fun tournament. For sure, for sure. Be sure to follow Cast a Strong Style on Twitter, by following us at Cast Strong Style. You can also catch us on the CSPN at CSPN.us. And you can also subscribe to Cast Strong Style through iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, Stitcher Radio, Spotify, and YouTube. All right, so we're going to start off with day eight. And day eight and nine were very special days in this tournament because both blocks took up both the days. So there were 10 matches apiece on day eight and nine. And we're going to run through those fairly quickly on day eight. El Fantasmo faced off against Ren Narita, the Argentine cutter, and then a top rope splash by Fantasmo got the win. Teton defeated Taka Michinoku with the variation of the Michinoku driver, Robbie Eagles, he fell short to Bushi. Bushi got the win with the MX. Jonathan Gresham, he faced off against Tiger Mask, and he got the win over Tiger Mask with a cradle out of nowhere. Yo took on Doki. Uh, Yo hit the Dragon Suplex, and Yo got the win. Sho, he faced off against Marty Skrull. Sho hit Marty Skrull with the Shock Arrow, and Sho was victorious in that match. In the battle to see who would be the official coach of New Japan. Taguchi cradles up Rocky Romero and picks up the win. And afterwards, Taguchi agrees to kind of be like, you know, assistant coaches with uh, Rocky Romero. So they worked it out. (laughs) Tashi Ishimori, he faced off against Kanemaru. Uh, Kanemaru looks for the whiskey miss, but Ishimori takes the whiskey bottle. The ref sees it, and then Kanemaru gets the small package, and he steals the win over Tashi Ishimori. In our semifinal of the night, Will Ospreay versus Bandito. Ospreay, he heads up top, but he gets cut off. Bandito follows Ospreay up top, and he hits a moonsault press, but Ospreay, he makes the ropes. We get a super kick by Bandino, but Osprey takes advantage of a slight mistake by Bandino, and he hits the Stormbreaker for the win. And then our main event on night eight, Shingo faced off against Dragon Lee. Dragon Lee hits a knee strike and a rebound German. He hits another knee strike and then a reverse Hurricane Rana and another knee strike. And then Shingo, after all of that, kicks out at one. Dragon Lee hits another running knee for a two count. Shingo counters to Descadora and hits Last of the Dragon. And Shingo remains undefeated in New Japan. 
So, Mr. Anwar Starwin, you can kind of cherry pick uh, which one of those okay. matches you want to delve in, give a little bit more insight into. I like Tiger Mask more versus Jonathan Grissom. Um, Tiger Mask had him and looked done, but he held on to get the win. I, I love how stiff the match was, and it was, actually went from sportsmanship, and Grissom's surprise win and reaction was great post-match. Um Doki versus Joe was pretty good too. Um, they, even though they kind of killed Doki on commentary, um, Yo winning from under was great. Um, I don't know about Flexing Your City though, bro. Um, Marty Scroll versus Show was dope. Um, the, the playing the playing the crowd with the fake ass injury and then trying to like. I like how they kind of just um that that was that was a really good one. The crowd was really into that one match. Like, oh, that's another great match from Billy. Uh, like for me, that was just another example of like Osprey putting the stake down as probably one of the, if not the best wrestler in the world right now on just on the in ring shit. Um. I really love how even though Bandito lost, he still had the crowd's respect and at the end they were cheering for him and I was like, Wow. Cause Bandito is pretty is really young and Juice on commentary being in awe of Osprey kinda gives him even more shine. Cause Juice is one of the better wrestlers in the world and Juice Juice, Juice could be like, Yes, I would like to wrestle him someday. So that would be a cool match in G one if they let William in G one. Dragon Lee versus Shingo. It was great. They brought it, and Dragon Lee was right there with Shingo the whole time. He didn't get bullied or punked out by Shingo and almost pulled it out, but wasn't quite enough ready to take out the dragon. So, no shame to lose a Shingo, because Shingo is that dude. Currently, yes, he is. He is a force to be reckoned with. Ridiculous. <laughs> we shift over to day nine. Show he got the win with the shock arrow over Tiger Mask. Will Osprey defeated Ren Narita with the Oz Cutter. Marty Scurll hits the Black Plague and he gets the win over Kanamaru. Robbie Eagles, he bounces back and he puts the Ron Miller special on Doki and Doki taps out. Robbie Eagles gets the win in their matchup. Shingo, he defeated Takamichinoku with the last of the dragon for the win. Bandino, he hits the 21 plex and he gets a win over Taguchi. In a match that I really liked, Taiji Ishimori, he connected with the bloody cross to defeat Jonathan Gresham. Bushi, he hits the MX and he picks up the win over Yo. Dragon Lee versus Teton. The Descador is countered, and Teton hits the Samoan drive before two count. We get a knee strike by Dragon Lee, and a Brain Buster follows for another two count. We hit a knee strike and reverse Rana, and another knee strike, and that gets a two count. And then Dragon Lee gets the win when he hits Descadora over Teton. And then a match that came out of nowhere for its high quality. 
Rocky Romero puts the armbar submission onto El Fantasmo and Rocky Romero picks up the win. What an emotional scene to end night nine as Rocky Romero got an upset victory over El Fantasmo in the main event. I don't know if we can say it's that surprising with Rocky at this point in time after what he's been doing throughout this tournament. He already had a great match with Osprey. This is just another example of that. The storytelling that they did in the ring and with the crowd's reception or reaction to it was pretty great too. As well as just like, it's like at that point in time, you're like, there's no way Rocky beats Alphantasmo, but he did. And, and, and through beating him, opened up a lane for his fellow Chaos stablemate to actually win the block. So it, they helped each other, even though they're not necessarily helping each other trying to do that, but it, it works out. And it's a cool little story element. And I also like within that match, I, I keep forgetting that actually Rocky was Black Tiger and he was at, is actually a former IWGP champion, single champion. So when Rocky give us commentary or certain stuff, maybe people would that be like, oh, he's a sexy man. Maybe pay more attention because this man got so much tenure and has done so much within that company. And not just that company, always back in the day. If you don't know, go do your history. I remember, the, I think it was the No Remorse Corp. I think it was him, David Richards, and I think, I think um, Roger Strong was in there. I can't remember. I was like, we're talking like 11, 12 years ago. But yeah, man, Rocky is the man. And I dug Dragon Lee versus Teton. It felt like he was at home versus Dragon Lee. Like unlike other anybody else, because they can work the similar styles, and when you work with people that know you and their friends, you can get some of the best stuff, and it showed through on that match. Um, I love Osprey versus Ren Narita. It's just like it just shows you how the growth of Narita within that match and his fire fire and encounters and whatnot, and it just shows that if you get in the ring with Osprey at this point. He's gonna do the best to make you look great, and they all have a great match. So, I mean, that was dope. Uh, I I I got a good laugh off of Scroll versus Kanemaru because <laughs> they were doing such mischief. Shingo versus Taka like that. Shingo like Shingo just kind of motivated Taka to pull out. Like his best effort from the tournament, in my opinion, and it was just, that was just another dope match. Yeah, those were the matches that stood out for me on that that night. Yeah, I was a really big fan of Takamichinoku's effort as well. He seemed to really push uh, Shingo in that match I, a lot more than I think Shingo expected to get pushed. Yeah, yeah, and he brought out the Tai Tai Godojo old school chair <laughs> yeah, with, with, the red, with the blue shorts. I was like, what? like damn that was cool he brought brought it back so we'll switch over to day 10 day 10 we went back to our regular format of just 5 matches on the card 5 matches no 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 no. day 10 has a lot of matches it's 2 I'm sorry I lied so let me go back to the top here for day 10 where we had Taguchi he defeated Ren Narita with the ankle lock Jonathan Gresham, 
He defeats Kanemaru with the octopus hold. He picks up the win. Rocky Romero. He gets the hoverboard lock. He transitions it into the armbar and he defeats Doki. We have uh, Marty Skrull. He defeated Teton in their match. Shingo defeated Tiger Mask with the last of the dragon. El Phantasmo. He falls to Yo because Yo gets the five star clutch and pins him shockingly. Will Ospreay and Robbie Eagles. Will Ospreay uh, gets the 450 on the knees by Robbie Eagles. Robbie Eagles follows it up with the Ron Miller special. And Will Ospreay has to tap out. Show versus Tashi Ishimori. Show counters the bloody cross and looks for the shock arrow. But Ishimori escapes and Show follows with the knee strike. Shock arrow is then countered into the bloody cross. And Taiji Ishimori, he gets the win. Standouts for you in uh, day 10? Okay. Well, did, did Alphantasmo fight play Yo on that card? That was... Yes. Okay, okay. Nah, my, my notes are all over the place. Um, I like Teton versus Marty Scroll. Um, I Teton, he lost. Like most of us expected, but I enjoyed his effort within that match. Um, right. Uh, Benito versus Bushi was good. I was surprised at how hot Bushi is going, getting it lately in this tournament. <laughs> it's like he started off with taking L's, and then he's just been all man on fucking fire lately. Shingo versus Tiger Mask Four was dope because he actually made you think that Tiger Mask could actually beat him. <laughs> and I like I like how Tiger used that possum shit on him at the start of the match, and would keep using strategy crafty shit on him. But he still lost, but it was still dope. Um, I I I, I just enjoyed El Fantasmo losing the yo because he was being a fucking dickhead, and then being a dickhead backfired on him. <laughs> lost the, he lost the three, two thirds of Rungi 3K in back to back night. Couldn't happen to a better guy. Um, Robbie Eagles versus Osprey was everything I expected, and I, I probably will go out of my way to look up their 2017 and 2018 singles matches. It definitely feels like Robbie Eagles at some point will get the hell up out of Bullet Club because his, he's not a rule breaker, it's just He's a he, he's he's in a group of rule breakers, but he isn't a rule breaker. And at some point, if I, I like the idea that someone said, I think it was on Super J or somebody, that they said like they could totally see that like Robbie Eagles could potentially take over that junior heavyweight spot in chaos, and while that would allow Will to move up to like like main event, you know, that's a possibility. Yeah, that's a good. That's that'll be a good trade. It'll be good possibly sometime, man. I love the Times Up video and Juice got so fucking mad. <laughs> it cut that fire from was like, I know who you are. I'm not that guy anymore. Don't think you can do what you did to me back in the day. And I think he's like always oh, referencing probably like maybe somewhere in the Independence or like NXT or something because they were NXT. FCW. At the same time, yep. Yeah. So if you know the timeline, I was like, that, that's what he's probably talking about. I'm not that guy no more. 
You think you're gonna get? I'm gonna be easy, and I'm nope. And for people that don't know, the dude that was with the videos, fucking with with um Juice, it's Moxley. <laughs> yep. That, yeah, Moxley out here, Moxley out here, out here living his best life, fucking with people, running off, running, running up on Kenny Omega and Chris Jericho after a match and whooping their ass. <laughs> Having, he having a great week, bro. <laughs> yeah, man, he's 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 doing it big. He's uh, let's see, he was the biggest biggest surprise at All In. Then it, uh, it was revealed that he's going to be the the mystery man in the uh, in all the vignettes, and then he went on Chris Jericho's podcast and totally told everybody what we've probably been thinking, but he confirmed it for us that Vince McMahon is old and he has lost his creative fastball. <laughs> yeah, man. So, I, those those were the standout matches of that night for me. All right, so now we move on to night eleven, where Marty Scroll defeated Takamichinoku due to forfeit because Takamichinoku injured his foot and he is going to be out for the rest of the tournament. So, hopefully, he gets well soon. Show versus Teton. Teton hits a Hurricanrana and a cradle for a two count. Teton rolls for an armbar. Show fights and makes the ropes. We get a super kick by Teton, but Show hits a power driver for a two. Show hits the shock arrow, and Show gets the win. Taiji Ishimori, he faced off against Tiger Mask. Tiger Mask fights off the bloody cross. He hits knee strikes and then gets the crucifix for a two count. Ishimori follows with knee strikes and covers for a two. The LaBelle lot follows, but Tiger Mask rolls. He's still trapped, and Tiger Mask eventually has to tap out as Taiji Ishimori gets the win. Shingo versus Jonathan Gresham. The pumping bomber connects, and it gets a two count. Gresham counters Last of the Dragon into a two cradle for his own two count. Gresham goes back to the arm, and the octopus hole follows. Shingo fights. He gets out of the octopus hole, and he hits Last of the Dragon, and Shingo gets the win. Dragon Lee, he faced off against Kanamaru. We get a knee strike by Dragon Lee for two. Dragon Lee takes out Taichi. He drops the knee pad and he drills Kanamaru with another knee. And then he hits Destna Kadorva and Dragon Lee gets the win. So before you go in, they give you the updated standings. After 11 days in the A block, it's basically down to two guys. Shingo Takagi and Taji Ishimori. Shingo is undefeated at 8-0 in the tournament. Taji Ishimori is 7-1, and they face each other in the last night of the A-block matches. Shingo has 16 points. Taji Ishimori has 14 points. And then in the B-block, as of day 11, it was a four-way tie between El Fantasmo, Will Ospreay, Taguchi, and Robbie Eagles. They all have 10 points. They all have won five matches and lost two. Fantasmo got the tiebreaker on Eagles and Ospreay. Right. I forgot about, like, night 10 in, like, Show versus Taji Ishimori, which was another awesome match. And I love the shit-talking Ishimori did post-match about topping down the Giants. <laughs> It's awesome how they built up this tournament for these two guys to be on this collision course between each other. Oh, man. I, even with Ishimori hurt, I know he's going to do his damn just to like, have a great match. 
Oh, yeah. I, I expect nothing less than a barn burner between those two. Yeah, man, that's going to be fun to wake up to tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, that is. Yeah, I think it is tomorrow. Yeah, that's going to be fun to walk up to to tomorrow. Because as far it, as night take 11, a break, I think, after tomorrow. Uh, I don't know. I don't think so. I think they have a date on June 1st. Okay. I'm not, I'm not sure, though. Um, as far as night 11 matches, I dug Connemara versus Dragon League because the heel matches shit was, was making me amusing me. <laughs> I mean, I kind of like that heel master shirt, so I might get that and do heel shit. Uh, yeah, like that was pretty. I like that match, and I like um Shingo versus Grisham. Like, like Grisham put pulled out everything he could, but it was just not enough to take out Shingo. But I like the contrast of styles between both. Though. It was cool. Yeah, that was a very fun uh, night of wrestling. Um, even the undercard was really good. Mm. I enjoyed the tag team matches on there. I actually watched all of that. You better than me, bro. I haven't watched none of the undercards. Not one of them. At some point, like, after the tournament, because there's going to be less events in June, I'll probably just go back and just watch those matches, those those um tag matches. But I was like, man, I don't, I don't really want to. <laughs> like, because I know the story lines and developments, and it gives even more juice to matches and stuff. Right. I just sometimes I just don't want to watch all them damn multi man matches. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that one was really good. So it's been an awesome tournament so far. Who would you say would be your MVP uh, through eleven nights? Shingo. Shingo. Shingo and Osprey are the MVPs in my opinion. Those are like, and you could like throw Rocky in there too because he be doing so. He be having some really entertaining matches, right? So like, those are people that stand out. Phantasmo stands out in the way that he's a great heel that motherfuckers want to boo and don't like. So because I don't, I don't, I don't like Phantasmo. I think he's a dickhead. I mean, just just me calling him a dickhead lets you know I don't like him right now. <laughs> And who would you say has uh, made the most of their opportunity? Robbie Eagles. If you, if you think of Robbie Eagles before this tournament, think of him after watching him perform. Robbie Eagles is an awesome wrestler, man. Definitely, if, if, if things fall into place, I could definitely see him becoming like IWGP Intercontinental, like the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Champion at some point. I could definitely see him become an IWGP Junior Tag Team Champion someday, probably with um, Ishimori. That would because they already have experience wrestling with each other, so that that would be a good tag team, and that would be a good spot for for now. Well, you know they got to put tag teams together for the uh, Junior Tag League at the uh, end of the year. Yeah, they were they were Junior Tag Tag League together last year too, so. Yep. So it's always that's the fun thing about New Japan, the tournaments and the different, you know, little kind of offshoot things they do during the year to spice things up. So it's not always just, you know, the same redundancy. I really like that. NBA is actually yeah. talking about trying to incorporate some kind of midseason type tournament type stuff going on. Oh, wow. That's yeah. Crazy. Trying to follow New Japan, man. Mm hmm. <laughs> So at this point, Anwar, any uh, anything else you'd like to mention before you uh, you know go on to your shout outs and thank yous? Uh, 
Mm, nothing. I just, I would say, all right, just look at how New Japan, like, puts people in position, puts people in position to, um, to, 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 like, even if they're not their focal point, they still have importance. And because they have created direction for their people. Like, Narita is, is a young dude, and he's just grown, but it's, it's obvious they have. He's going to be something special in the future, so, yeah. I think Ren Narita has some of the most entertaining matches because the way they structure him, he gets, you know, just enough offense where he's not totally fighting from underneath. And the near falls are really good near falls. Yeah, definitely. Because you're just waiting for him to win and, and he just barely loses. And that overhead belly to belly is, is an amazing move. Yeah, 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 it is. Alright, Anwar, so give the people your shout-outs and thank yous. Shout-out Jupiter Julep. Shout-out Madame Lizette. Shout-out What's Lito. Stop watching all that WWE. Watch some New Japan, girl. Uh-huh. Uh, shout-out to everybody else who's cool and makes, makes wrestling fun. I appreciate y'all. And shout-out to Don coming off of the bed like Willis Reed trying to put this podcast out because if it wasn't me and I was coughing like that you would not be getting no podcast this week <laughs> I'm a trooper man I've got a I've got a Russell Cash streak of 238 consecutive weeks to hold up man god damn yeah, Iron man. man I see I see you Luger yeah man yeah so I just like to give a shout out to you Anwar for being able to jump on and working with me through my sickness uh, to get this recorded Give a big shout out to Terry's boy who's up early with us uh, tweeting and using the hashtag. We definitely appreciate it. Big shout out to Moto. Big shout out to the ladies over on the Forever Young cast. Big shout out to everybody who listens to the Razzlecast in general. Um, We've got merch now over on for the Razzlecast. So teespring.com forward slash stores forward slash CSPN. Pick up a I'm a Didi Jonay guy t-shirt or raw cast. Mug or something, just go buy something, please. Thank you. Um, <laughs> check out the Patreon page over on the Patreon page this week. You'll be able to hear Anwar give his thoughts on Double or Nothing, uh, what the what he liked about the event, what he saw uh, uh, from the event. So that's patreon.com forward slash CSPN Media. Sign up to become a Backstage Pass member and get access to the Dark Match and all of our exclusive content over on uh, the Patreon page. And also support our sponsors, Amazon.com. You can also go over there through CSPN.us, buy something for your dad for Father's Day. Some of your purchase will come back to the CSPN to help keep the podcast free each and every week. So there's many ways you can support us, but please support the CSPN, the WrestleCast, and Cast a Strong Style. So for my co-host, Anwar Starwin, I'm your host, Don DeLorente, and this has been Cast of Strong Style. Cast of Strong Style.